here we are. Really nice to be in transition into the early morning with you here at the beginning of the week. I hope that 2024 is going some kind of way for you that is necessary to your life, to your growth. I hope that it's going some kind of way that is in fact good for your growth and good for your strength. In this episode, we're going to dive deep into insight like we always do. Deep insight according to the huge awakening that continues to unfold. Grab your favorite drink. I'm transitioning now from black tea to black coffee. And I want this to be a raw deep dive. got lots of insights to go over. So where to start? When um when things are exposed, when truth is exposed. And you just know that this is truth. Truth according to not so much this is the truth, but more so as to revealed. And so, by the way, just kind of to get kind of really into this here. One thing that I've really started incorporating is adding spices to coffee. And right now my favorite spice to cook pork and beef with, um, didn't add it to the chicken, but that'll be next. Um, and now I've, uh, it's, it's a very universal spice that I could add to coffee because it's chewy and has like a sweet flavor is, uh, fennel. And you can, I've added it to tea before plenty of times. I drank the black tea as it comes though. And now I've added the fennel to the black coffee for coffee strengthening and just this extra energy that you get and it's a uh, really awesome and so um having a special drink for a special podcast is uh for this update here is uh really worth while here so i'm having a stronger eight ounce with this and um I don't necessarily need with this kind of coffee a full large cup. If you get drinks and you're getting into the hot drinks and everything, um, if you can get the stuff that's strong enough, coffees and teas and things that you don't have to have as much of, 
it can be really rewarding and it's a very long-term effect rather than getting having to have extra large everything and having it not be enough um in a sense stronger really does equal out to more it's not about having less it's about being stronger and uh, this update does require a lot of that insight, that strong insight, that strong awakening, that strong sense of understanding and deep just this deep awareness, you could say, this deep knowing really. Awareness is kind of more more of a uh, in the background abstract, but the, the deep knowing, the knowing of it is of what is true and what is not true. What is, what is really for you, what works and what does not work, the neutrality of everything, the nature of multifaceted deep work is really profound in this whole entire podcast. Headed over here to my yoga mat now. And shaking up the drink. So make yourself a special healthy drink. Hot, cold, iced, smoothie, whatever it is. Something healthy that you can uh, enjoy with this episode. Pause and resume if you need to. Make sure you've eaten at least an adequate enough. Sometimes with these uh, all this deep work and stuff, you'll want to cut back on eating a lot and eat very healthy. And sometimes with diet changes, that's very profound. And cutting back is really good in a lot of ways. So here in the office on the yoga mat here just wanting to start somehow and I've gotten kind of the niceties and suggestions out of the way here and I understand that this kind of stuff lengthens the episode but health and wellness is very important and I hope it's important for you so. And even so, just the feel good, taste good stuff can help you to enjoy the drinks, enjoy the food better, whatever it is. And actually, that's where this starts. It's not so hard to start when you're living life and experiencing. And so to actually begin, um, just the noticing of the differences between people and within tribes or what can cause one to break apart tribes and what could cause differences to occur. And one of that very thing is diet um, when it comes to like health and wellness. Your experience it's not so much the diet itself, like if you're not dieting, we're done. But it's the mindful eating that matters. Not sitting around eating a bunch of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all day, being unconscious of what you're actually doing. 
not sitting around eating ramen noodles all day, being unconscious of what you're doing. Or shall I say for a more worldview, um, instant noodles. Um, not that those things are inherently bad once in a while, but that's where it all actually started. It's just the knowing that there has to be weekly pizza to get everybody to go to certain things. And saying no when everybody else says yes in front of like a whole group of people is extremely empowering and actually being able to say no to something like that after struggling to say no to alcohol for years and then finally doing it like that's a real teacher to saying no to other things that are bad and that are less spiritual to be doing all of the time sometimes it can be enjoyable but when you start to recognize like how your body is and feeling sick all of the time and having different sleep changes and different health changes it's hardcore health this year it's hardcore energy this year it's after you've been through a lot in your life you almost don't really you recognize that like it's really not your job like to make others be healthy and it's not your job to watch others be unhealthy and it's not up to you personally and it's really none of my business anymore like it's not my business to what anybody actually does but in order to make it not my business I have to not be around it because really it is none of my business and I can be a pretty mean bitch on changing people and judging them based on what they should and shouldn't do so in order to make it like hey it's actually none of my business I just can't be around it and can't watch people live shorter lives can't watch people have no lives and um you know, I've, I'm summarizing for you in previous episodes what I used to be angry about and what has caused, like, us to turn away, what has caused people to turn away. And in making these empowering decisions of, like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to eat the pizza once a week. Like, I've had it for about a month, uh, at least once to twice to three times a week for about a month. I'm not doing it. It's making, you know, it can make you sick. And then being able to say no and actually bring and cook your own food. Realizing that the food is not being eaten as much by others. And so that's a good test to realizing how, what the choices are going to be with the people around you. But a lot of the past things that we've talked about on this podcast that we've went over, maybe you went over it in your writing of this uh, of episodes you've listened to for from me maybe you went over it in your head of things you related from me um maybe you've went over it in uh, voice messages with me and calls and um, i've had plenty of those on whatsapp with you guys i've had plenty of those um in multiple places email and facebook and everywhere else um And all this kind of stuff. But one thing that I've actually started to recognize is um, 
And I've talked about this a little bit in previous episodes in changing my mind on a lot of things that I really wasn't aware of in the background and really had no knowing of is when people do turn their back on you, when people stab you in the back, when people hurt you and are not really like there for you in the way that maybe would have helped you, but maybe they think that they're there in other ways. So that should supplement the ways that they were not there. And you're a bad person because maybe you, this episode is not going any, any way like I planned. This is a mess, but here we are. Um, You ever had conversations like that where it's like a mess and you're like, where am I? Like, this is not how I planned this conversation. I didn't want to be this. I want to listen more or I want to express slower, right? It's kind of funny. It's not a big deal, but because we're human and we do these things as humans moving with spirits and being spiritual, right? And so... um. Getting back to the backstabbing and the things that you interpret from other people. And like you're this bad person because you can't forgive. You can forgive people and let it slide and maybe enjoy their company to the point where you really get infatuated with the fact that like if they're just around you more, they can change it. Like it's not true. And it's in fact enforcing somebody that really don't want to be around your success. They don't want to watch you clean well. They don't want to watch you eat well. They don't want to watch you really do well. And there's been quite a few people that I've talked about where I don't give names and I don't talk. I just talk about more scenarios and situations where I recognize that it has nothing to do with myself. And when you recognize that it's nothing personal towards you, That is the beginning and just the beginning of getting rid of anger. Like it no longer angers me that people were not there in the, in the moral ways that I've subscribed to. Um, when I got out of homelessness, it no longer angers me. Um, all these things. And this is because I've recognized the unawareness and the unknowing of others. Like people really know not what they do. And when you become so beneficial to others and you become, I don't mean high value as in like high net worth or high business or rich. I don't mean high value as in perfect or the only friend somebody will ever have. Um, Sometimes you benefit people in such ways that that can be the case to a point, but it's not because we are perfect or special right and I guess I'm getting really deep into all of this because this is where it started was diet and it helped me to recognize that the key thing to take away is that it's really just a bunch of shit it's really just a bunch of All these things that happen, these events that play over in our heads, it's really just a bunch of noise. And it's not something we have to be so connected to. It's not something we have. Even the things that we felt like were just morally destructive because people can be really destructive. We can be destructive. Like I can definitely be, if I'm not around the right people, I can be destructive. And some people prefer that and they don't like to see you go the other way. And it has nothing to do that the fact that they don't like you. They could like 
everything about you and how they are benefited and even your personality. But when you decide that, wait a minute, it was based on all these expectations in the end. It was never based on the other person's true nature. It was never based on understanding who that other person actually is. It was based on just these stupid expectations that not only we've put on these friends or this, you know, supposed like people that we think are family or whatever, it is solely based on expectations we place on ourselves as if they are our responsibility. It's a false sense of responsibility. It's not the true sense of responsibility. Because at the end of the day, like if you, if somebody came after you and started like destroying your house, like your sense of responsibility is going to be, the true sense is going to be protecting your house and the people in it, protecting, making sure because if you don't protect your house, you can't protect the people in it, right? Um, and if you don't protect who's around you, you're not going to be able to protect yourself. You're not going to be able to protect your family. And that includes things that we don't really tend to think about, like boredom and things like getting into binge watching of shows and like being bored or all these different things that lead to just this is what it is it's not really anything more like you might think it is and so there's nothing more to do at the end of the day and so the false responsibility comes from like you start out by high, having too high of expectations of other people that it's not like it's not like clear to them how homelessness or drug addiction or tragedy or losing people. Like, it's not really clear to them how that actually happens. Like, they kind of think, well, it's your fault, your responsibility. It's your life, your responsibility. Like, if they don't, like, a lot of people are very disconnected and a lot of people are sheep who sit in their houses and eat chips all day. Like, and we've all done this, right? But there's a sense of understanding that when we recognize that, like, there's really nothing to be angry about when you've actually succeeded anyway, regardless of who was there and who really helped in that situation. And who was just kind of there benefiting from your company um, and from your sort of letting things go attitude, which is a good attitude in like everyday situations to like not get mad or resentful. But once you realize like, wait, I've actually succeeded in what I needed to do, like you're no longer resentful and you're also no longer forgetful either when you recognize like there's disconnection sometimes and so getting into the um it's it's really a good feeling to not be angry and to just be more 
I feel bad for that person. That person must really not be living the way that they would want to. That These people must not be living the way they want to. People must really feel stuck in life. And it doesn't mean you have to even reward it or be around it. But really, like instead of feeling, it's a process of your life and who really cares about it at the end of the day. And, um, or who really connects with your life. People could care about you and not connect with your life. Um, disassociate with their own life so much so that they're eating pizza every week and, and all this kind of stuff. There was somebody at the meeting that we'd went to at this group that was like, I just came here for the pizza and they literally showed up at the very last meeting of the series. And it was kind of funny. Um, it was like this joke, but it was like, there's a lot of truth in certain humors, you know, because, and, and people are just trying to process that. So it's no judgment, really. It's just like, God, you're gonna, your body is just, whew, that must be a lot of bathroom time. Like, that's all I can say. But, um, it's okay because like you have to have that in order to like decide and learn and make decisions. And, so not being angry anymore is extremely powerful, but being, having just that little measurement, just that little measurement of anger when somebody does mistreat you is like very motivating. And then learning how to only take a little bit of salt from the bag, only take a little bit of sea salt from the bag to add to the soup or whatever it is. Not so much so that it takes over your life or the pot of soup that you're making, the life that you're creating. Not so much so paint that it splatters the canvas and the pictures you've already painted that are beautiful that you don't want to cut out. Which uh, leads me to my next, getting into this next insight. Once the, the food and the dieting and all of that was exposed into this holy shit moment, they're not quite as healthy as we would have liked. They're not quite as receptive to our food because there's already food they could choose that's easier to like taste and eat. Um, and some of them did like it. It wasn't terrible and, and all of that. It was actually good. And there are things that I've made where I've said, okay, that, that wasn't the best thing. I can try this other technique to make this or this other spice to make this or less of this spice and more of that spice or cooking it at a different temperature or cooking it less or more at a different time frame. But the thing is, when you start to realize like this is bleeding into other things in life, like belief systems and epistemologies and judgments of others and not so open. You start to recognize that it's not something you have to answer to. It's not something you have to keep being around. Getting into that and having said all of this, though, has led me to the realization that I'm I no longer have church anger guys and for those of you who have become come out of like abusive church situations it is really hard to ha not have resentment and anger towards churches 
in giving churches chances and being grateful for the programs that I'm in, I've, I've discovered through conversations that churches are doing these programs in order to exist and they are connected with the government who gives them these programs to do. And that no longer makes me angry. Like I kind of just sort of naively found that out, something I could have maybe known before, that it is a parasitic survival system and it's how everybody survives. And it's actually a beneficial thing for us as a family who has gotten out of homelessness. So it's not bad. And by the way, there are some church events that are not necessarily terrible that have to do with with my community, my blind community and being a minority. And I've decided to open up to the possibility of reestablishing a little bit of um, placement in my minority and kind of using this these um, events as like check-in points in with my minority and realizing that, that those experience, those outings, those events will lead to more content for the podcast as well. And just the having a little more compassion for my minority, for my community that I am a part of, whether I want to be or not, <laughs> which I'm kind of grappling with. Having that compassion and understanding of why there's no awareness, why there's no knowing, and maybe just some compassion that like some of them actually really put huge efforts to being there for us and things like that and reaching out and all that kind of stuff and impacting our life in some way. Even though there might be things around health, even though there might be boundaries set that have to do with not a lot of close circle private time or unhealthy things in life. And this really goes back to like, do we need traditional Sunday church in order to be spiritual? And there's so many spiritual paths that we could take that intertwine with each other. And that it doesn't even have to be anybody else's business, but that it's just this idea that um, has turned into a decision really, because what we've realized is we don't really need group structure the way that we tried to do and the way that we tried to push with other, even other blind people and, and other people that we've tried to like force and guilt over and everything else. We don't really need that. It's about experience and going out and finding opportunities to meet up with people and doing and taking a, people up on those opportunities, but also having the preferences to say, that just because you might not do a tradition doesn't make you any less grateful. And that's one thing that I've came to grapple with is I'm not less grateful of a person for getting out of homelessness because I'm grateful for the church and the government for doing it. It's not just one entity the way that I thought it might have been because I didn't really have the conversations with the people to understand how it works. And some of those conversations, by the way, required... No talking from me in order for me to like be in those conversations. Listening to people have these conversations, being in the same room. Asking, actually, I did have to ask a question, a very hard question to understanding some of this. Um, when it comes to what they can do for the homeless and 
recognizing that they need government permission, that it's actually, in fact, regulated what they can do. Um, and there's no, like, responsibility for them to regulate themselves. It's more, like, tied to the government. And that's okay. Like, I'm no longer angry about that. There is a visual, a visceral reaction to that, but I'm no longer angry about it because there's, there's no agreement on my end on it. And I've voiced my, I didn't have to sit there in silence. I've voiced my discourse on it, but there doesn't have to be this participation in anything we don't agree with and any hatred towards anyone or any, anybody of their race, sexual orientation, nationality, etc., background, walk of life, spiritual preferences, worship preferences, which God is so multifaceted, and I've talked about being multiple gods and goddesses, multiple. It's like one that break out into multiple. That's how I experience worship, and there it goes so deep that it's like there is no building requirements. And I don't see it the same way. And I never will, really. And it's a decision I've made for myself to not need to answer to it, not need to go and have a tradition around it, but also not to hate on it. And also to take the opportunities to meet up with my community, even if it is, even if it happens to be. There's lots of people that don't even go, but that still like to meet up because it's they recognize what that that is something actually positive that's being done with our community and it's not required every week even and so that's kind of the big long-winded update there's many many hardcore ways of getting insights that you're not on your phone all the time necessarily um you're not even like you're in very different areas getting these insights a lot of times. You're in pure silence. You're in pure expression when you're getting these insights sometimes. And sometimes you're actually in the experience itself getting these insights. And I just realized that it's not me and it never will be. And that somebody else's way that they see salvation is none of my business either. Just as... My salvation is none of your business. The way that I worship, the way that I pray, and and all of that kind of thing. And it's so empowering just by starting to say no to like foods that are not good has become the, we've reached learning how to make decisions and understand them deeper so that we're making the right decisions for us for somebody else it could be that absolutely church is the way out of alcoholism church is the way out of homelessness right now or church is the way out of a lot of things like it's a wonderful place when you need help or you know because like i said a lot of like friends and family some of the family might even be fully in knowing and fully like doing their best to be there when it comes to in certain ways that they can be there, but maybe not in every single way. Um, and certain friends that you've grouped up with and become close with as family um, are never going to see it the way that you see it. 
And that's okay because they've never had to go through it and you'd never wish that they go through it. You'd never wish that on them in order for them to learn. You would wish that they figure out a way for their own life to work. But again, sometimes that's none of our business. And this last episode I did was just a three-minute encouragement session I really wanted to have with you. There were other people posting in the morning at the time on a Friday, and I just felt really connected to it. And so I really love connecting with you on the podcast more than anything in social in this world that we have in social, all these options in social. TikTok has become extremely close in connection as well. I don't number them in order. Sometimes it's more TikTok, sometimes it's more podcast, but they integrate so well in what I talk about. And the podcast is more number one. So I guess I kind of (laughs) just, I'm a hypocrite here, but it is number one because of the just intimate connection. And then TikTok has become extremely that way as well as a plus one in that I wouldn't even say number two it's actually greater than number two but I guess they're both number one for me on this spiritual connection with you and I um I feel so free in this way where I don't have to answer to these traditions that like we're not stuck with these things we have internet we have ways of learning things and by the way having personal time to learn things in the Bible that maybe church doesn't even talk about is actually okay and can be fun if you have kind of a spiritual family that is close like that in the household or even on your own time if you're curious and there's lots of hidden things in the Bible that the church does not talk about and that's always fun sometimes too and I enjoy hearing other people read and I enjoy reading with my phone you don't need Bible apps anymore when you've got chat GPT or you can not only look up the Bible, but you can also scan hardcore copies, hard copies of the Bible, <laughs> hardcore. Uh, yeah, there's definitely hardcore pages that churches don't talk about and books I've never heard of that are in there that churches I've never um, heard speak about. So very interesting. And... I'm actually, in making these changes, I'm not angry at people because I actually see the unawareness that they float in. I see the unawareness. I see the busyness. I see the disconnection. And so that's where I'm like, I'm actually not angry. I don't really think I hold people as high to expectations the way that I used to. I think there's a maturity in that way that comes with experience. Not to say I'm better, but to say I've learned something I hope you can learn because it is very freeing to know like you can make changes and you can decide not to be around entities or people and not be angry with them in the process. And like, I don't have to be angry with anyone to decide I just don't want to be around them, but that I want them to do well in their life. It's just not going to be because of me. I'm not going to be that impact. And I realize it's just a choice that they've made. It's a choice that um, people make unconsciously with you. Like people don't realize they're making the choice to pull away from you, but that's what happens. And then you realize like, well, I can swim without holding these people on my back. I can actually swim 
and that swim can make more of a splash impact than if I had these people on my back to begin with. So by them jumping off and deciding they're, you know, they're done. In fact, they've probably done themselves and you a favor because they can actually breathe freely in their own life and freeze up your weight on your body and your energy to live your life. And so it's a very weird thing. We all want to be family oriented. We all want to be tribal. We all want to start our own religion, really. If you think, like, why were we born, right? Um, as humans, why were we created or why were we born here? It's like, I really believe we have this like secret craving to start our own religion. It's just, we don't, we would never say that. And because of that, I think we get so gangster on our shit that, oh my God, if somebody's no longer in our life, oh, it's the worst. Like, no, it doesn't have to be. Or, oh my God, if somebody doesn't meet my expectations to be connected in this part or whatever in life, then that's terrible. That's painful. No, it doesn't really have to be. At the end of the day, it is your life. And it's not so much that in the moment you can decide not to be angry. Yes, you can. It's more about you can experience knowing over anger. Connecting the pieces together over throwing the pieces around. So, didn't think this episode would be completely anger themed, but there it is. I hope that this has I hope that this has helped you to understand the depths of our life. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourself, take care of your life, take care of each other naturally as it comes natural to you with the people you come naturally with and relate to and with that Tune in for more insights if this is what you jam with. Thank you so much for listening. And it's your choice to let it go or stay connected.